And just like that, it's magic. We're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. It's a beautiful Friday out there in Halifax, Nova Scotia. It has been a rewarding week for High Button Sports here. A lot of hard work has gone in uh, this past week on figuring out this live streaming avenue, dealing with teams, dealing with leagues, uh, like I said, the scheduling aspect of things, but we've figured everything out and we are ready to roll for the winter. So exciting times uh, once again here at High Button Sports. So we appreciate everyone's patience and yeah, we're good to go. Speaking of filming sports in Atlanta, Canada, Mavs Gillis from Eastlink coming on the podcast today. Give you a story about Mavs. This past weekend, I was frustrated trying to figure out how to film these games, how to connect to the internet. And I think it was a Saturday, last Saturday. And uh, Mavs got wind of this and he came all the way over to BMO just to help me out on a Saturday night. God knows what he could have been doing, but he came over just to help me and uh, and give me a hand. So that just kind of shows you what kind of guy Mavs is. He's a well-respected reporter here in the Atlantic provinces. And I'm excited to have him on, as always. I'm happy to call him a friend. He's always willing to come on the podcast and chat about hockey, talk about local sports, and talk about what the business is going through in the middle of a, in the middle of a pandemic right now. So it's going to be a great episode. Remember, I'm Justin. We're talking to Mavs. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. And just like that, we're going, Mavs. We are back. How are you? Oh, you're loud enough. I don't even need to bring the we, mic in. We are back. How are you? Beautiful, man. Good Yourself? to see you. Good, good to see you too. Man. I was telling a story right before on the intro here that Saturday night, I was having troubles. Mm-hmm. The kind of guy you are, you come to the rink, help me out. Well, that was my first time in the rink in seven months. But of course, <laughs> I mean, that's old sports streamers. We got to get to, we got to get together and make sure things are working. <laughs> and uh, we didn't succeed. But I, you got it fixed though, right? No, well, here's the thing. I got another funny story before I start okay. asking you questions. So yesterday, I'm in BMO, mm-hmm. figuring it out. I'm frustrated. I'm probably in there for like an hour. You know, I've been in there for probably like a week, maybe two weeks now, trying to figure this out. I'm in the room, trying to figure it out. And I'm in back where like the um, sledge hockey room is. You know that yep. rink, hey, back there. So there's a gentleman back there in a wheelchair uh, fixing the gear up for the kids to start up this. Uh, I think they said, I think the gentleman said it started this week. So it's me and this gentleman in this room. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm frustrated, but I'm really trying hard not to show it. Like I'm just trying to keep, you know, be a professional. Mm-hmm. And I finally get it. <laughs> and I don't like jump for joy, but like I show my expression. Yeah. And I go to this guy. I go, excuse me, sir. I don't know you. You're a complete stranger, but I have to express to you how happy I am right now. <laughs> and I just go to him. I've been trying to get this for two and a half weeks and I finally got it never give up and he looks at me and he goes hell yeah never give up Beautiful. and we had like a moment right there in the room just me and this stranger it was awesome Excellent. it was unreal you you find you you defeated technology oh man so human race human race three technology 785 what are you well, talking about no, it's What's just, that? It's just that just the war the war against tech because I had we had our we had our mishap with tech this week uh-oh with uh, a special guest. Can you say it yet or no? I'm yeah. We'll, okay. we'll we'll put it over. Okay. So we had Rick Bonus on for it's going to be on Saturday night's hockey game on QMJHL Friday night hockey special edition. Anytime it's not on Friday, we call it a special edition. Yeah. Um, he, we're going to have him on the whole intermission. So we lined him up on Wednesday. 
came on Zoom. It was my first interview back in the studio using the Zoom computer. Yeah. And again, shout out to Chris Larson and I own this puck. Yeah. We'll talk about the puck in a second. Okay. Um, so Kenzie's showing me how things are going. Now, again, Scott McRae, Morgan Jessam, yeah. our two producers, yeah. they're out shooting. So the technical people are, are away. And it's Kenzie and I. And she's trying to lead me, and I'm frazzled trying to figure out Zoom yeah. on the computer for the first time because I'm used to, I'm used to my own, I'm stuck in my own ways. I'm yeah. stubborn like my grandmother. Yeah. So, she says, "All right, so Rick's pinned, and this is record." And she left, and I have headphones on. Yeah. And I'm waiting to to start the interview. She goes over, she hits record on the camera, and I say, "Is this recording?" She goes, "Well, yeah." And I meant the computer. She thought I meant the camera, and then we go 20 minutes, and I'm telling you, it was a solid 20 minutes. It was a fantastic 20 minutes. <sighs> and we wrap up, and Kenzie shows me how to find the files afterwards, yeah. and all I see is her interviews from the morning. Like my, my stomach sinks for you right now. Yeah, and, I, and she <laughs> says, you hit record, right? I said, I thought you did. She said, no, I thought you did. So at that point, text back to bonus. Say something happened on the, there was, was a mishap on the computer. Is there any way you could do it again? And I'm telling you, the phone. How nervous are you down. to text him that though? Oh, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm nervous. But yeah. in my head, I'm thinking, okay, he's in the show for. He's been coaching since I I was born, '82. Yeah. This has had to happen to him before. And again, after the conversation we had, he's such a genuine, nice guy, that. I think he's going to be a bit forgiving on it. And hopefully he has the time. Hopefully. If not, we'll figure something out. We'll make it work some other way. Yeah. I laid down the fetal position. Kenzie was <laughs> on the edge of the set. We had the phone out on the floor. We were basically holding a seance over it, sending good vibes for this for a text back. It took about half hour, and then Rick came back and said, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. And so yesterday we were in the studio. And we had Rick Bonus for, uh, I had him for 20 minutes. So that's going to be every intermission Saturday's game uh, with the Sea Dogs and Mooseheads. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and again, he knows the spots. He knows what questions are coming. So we go with that. But, uh, oh, yeah, so technology got us there. But now we, now I know how to how to pin down the guest and hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Kenzie, <laughs> stayed, Kenzie stayed with me all the whole time as well on the uh, – on the re-interview. Yeah. And we had a moment where we thought that the Zoom didn't capture the audio. Yeah. And it took a couple minutes for the audio to load after the second time. So again, the stress, the stress was there, <laughs> Justin. The stress. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm pacing and the Bluetooth thing wasn't working. So we were getting his audio from, from the uh, laptop. And Kenny said, well, I heard it in the headphones, so you'll be able to maybe mix and make Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I'll do it. We'll make, we'll salvage it. We'll, yeah. But then the audio, and it's great. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. You don't, <laughs> you do not want to miss on Saturday, QMJHL, Friday Night Hockey, special edition, because it's on Saturday and it's still called Friday. Oh, man. But uh, we got two games this week, too. But Do you? Yeah. The Islanders are in town, and then it's, well, We've got the we've got the only games in the queue. Yeah, right I know. Hey, eh? I'm yeah, scared, yeah. terrified, terrified, but like I'm worried if the Maritime somehow shuts down, other things are gonna shut down. So I'm yeah. just like, but they said they're gonna go ahead with it. You know, well, it's a good precedent set. Yeah. As we we saw, okay, so 
a lot of teams in Quebec got shut down. And I like the, the them saying, we're going to take a break. We just need to take ride this out for two weeks, yeah. see where we're at. The Maritimes is fine, except for Moncton, who's kind of iffy. Let's just let keep them playing. That's why there's the bubbles. That's why there's – and you you just keep keep the guys on the ice. That's why they started early. They got some, some grace time to play with it. But yeah. we still have hockey. Fingers crossed we keep this going. And maybe – and AUS, I mean, the U Sports announced they're going to – a lot of national championships are scrapped. Yeah, I knew they announced that. that yesterday. And the but, seasons too, aren't they? Yeah, but Atlantic University Sport, because of how good the bubble's been here in the Maritimes, yeah, they're looking to see if they can actually play some stuff. Ooh, they're working. On I didn't that. hear they're that. They're going to be meeting on that, so hopefully some stuff comes out of there. So that's a testament to our bubble. I mean, I think it's a testament to the people. Yes, big time. Like the bubble, sure, big but like time. the people in here that are willing to like cooperate and work and work together and get ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, just talk about the people from here that are just agreeing. You know, it seems like other part in the world, other parts, everyone's disagreeing. You know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to yeah. do that. Everyone's here like, okay, let's be a team. Let's go. Let's work. Let's okay. get ahead. Let's and try. look at us. We're let's, doing fine. Let's try to be, let's knock on, knock on, yeah, knock knock on, on this wood. fine wood I don't table. know if this is real wood, but yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. That's the trick, man. <laughs> We're knocking on it anyways. Let's keep coronavirus at bay. <laughs> Yeah. But every day I'm up, you know, as soon as I wake up, I'm on Twitter just looking at, like, Willie Paloff or someone. Just, all right, what are you saying today? What's going on? What's going on? Well, that was, yeah, and that, and that was the fear. And it, it's, it still is a fear. It's like, okay, so if the Every Q, day's a fear, yeah. Q shuts down. Uh, where do we go at that point? Because it's been a, a long process to get us into the rinks from a corporate standpoint, from a production standpoint, from a safety point. It, it's all safety. It's all safety. I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things are going up to our CEO to be signed off on. Oh, really? So it's got it's at that level. But again, this is high level stuff. So you gotta, yeah. you have there has to be some responsibility to it. I get that. Yeah. But then you say, okay, Scotiabank Center, Center 200, and the two racetracks are the only venues that are allowing fans of mass capacities. Yeah. Like, and now I know. There's some talk that minor hockey's getting getting parents back in the stands and stuff like that. But yeah. how do we fit into that is also kind of a fear. Yeah, I put it in the hands of those. I just talk, I ask questions. Yeah, I ask questions and look for answers. And that's uh, that's in my interviews and also up up with uh, the other guys. They'll give us the answers and we'll go with that. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It, it's almost. Because it's at the point right now, like if you're almost breaking a rule, it could be a lawsuit by the government. Like you know, you you gotta yeah. be, you gotta cover your tracks. Yeah. You gotta ask permission. You have yeah. to. I wrote like a the, the 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 rule of thumb with this company at the very beginning when no one knew who we were was just do it. And if someone says no, then just don't do it. Don't ask questions. Just go. And right now it's the complete opposite. It's like ask, 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 ask. Because if you don't, who knows? You could get a, a letter in the mail. You know, it's, it's a, you gotta make sure everything's fine. It, it's a it's a full on shoot, brother. It's not a work. <laughs> right, Moffat. <laughs> right, Moffat. <laughs> yes. yes. Mark yeah. Moffitt is with us. Yep. My God. There like, I, I double M. You brought him in, man. This is good to see. He forced his way in. I love oh, it yeah. though. I good. respect the work ethic. That, I like that he forced his way in. That's what you gotta do. Because I I gave him that little that little chat before yep. to say, get yourself yep. in the get yourself in the building, man. Yep. You've gotta work. You can't just wait for it to come to you. You gotta go oh, yeah, after I, it. I remember that. And I remember my, that. my guy He's getting after it. He's getting after it, man. I That's love That's what it. you got to do. You got to oh, yeah. get after it. Yep. Yep. I remember you sent me emails like maybe like a year before you started here, and we had tons of emails, so no yep. offense, but it was just like another one in the mix. But then you come out with this other me- email. You're like, no, I got some backup with me. I want to come into your company. And you almost, you didn't ask. You told me. And that's what I respect. You got to tell someone, no, here's what I can do. Here's what I'm going to offer you. Let's go. That's what you got to do. Yep. Especially in this industry, especially in Nova yep. Scotia, because 
the positions in this province are very slim. You're looking yeah. at two of them or three of them now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Make your opportunities and make the most of your minutes as the, make Mac the, most of your the minutes. Mac and Dream Duster Rhodes used to say, brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy, Mark. All right, man, so what's up? Right. I didn't even ask you a question. We're just rambling what our lives. We're just going off, man. Uh, you know what? It's, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, um, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a, it's been a stretch, as you say, like. We talked about how not not being in the rink. This was the first week for me in the studio. Everything was done basically at home for the longest time. How was so, that? Was that frustrating for you? A little frustrating, but also kind of fun to be able to do stuff on green screen and oh, be able to make oh, yeah. things happen yeah. that way. Um, but to get back and collaborate with some folks as well is is, yeah. is good. Did so. you learn anything about the business while you were working at home? Anything that maybe you didn't know in the past? Like, did you know how to work a green ski, green in the past? Green I, screen. I had an I I kind of had an a, an idea of how to do it. Yeah. But then I, you know, it was a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And using, you know, finding finding programs, yeah. finding software. Yeah. Working th things out. Yeah. Being like, wow, that actually that actually looked good. I mean, yeah. there was one. There was one retro game. I was on the set of Seinfeld. I was in the Seinfeld department for a uh, what to throw. Yeah, in oh, the green, the green screen. Green screen. Like, okay, yeah, 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 that's sick. Yeah, I did that, and then <laughs> like, uh, Mavs, please don't ever do that again. I'm like, all right, well, got on there once. There you go. Yeah. That's the so, set. Exactly. That's unreal. Yeah. I watched so much Seinfeld over this break. Seinfeld and Curve. Uh, got a Crave account. Or I got my buddy's Crave account, and I just sat well, down here. I, I I put I put this down on the table and just threw out the coaster. You got to respect wood. You have to respect wood. Now it's wood. Yeah, now you weren't sure. You weren't sure before. Now it's wood. It's like, uh, it's wood. No, we, it's not. It, got, you know what it is? It's this stuff underneath it. We have to. Re you got to respect wood. You got to respect. You got to respect wood. This is probably one of the nicest things I've ever owned. So I got to respect the things yeah. that we have. That's the one yeah. thing I love about the company of growing something is the more things that you acquire, the more cameras you acquire, the more you um, respect them and take care of them i remember like when i got things from my parents when i was younger i'd be like oh thanks but wouldn't really treat it with respect the amount of respect i treat everything around here is ridiculous because it's yours you want to make sure it looks good you want to make sure it sounds good you want to make sure everything looks good like you notice how like everything's nice and neat here like it's just very attention to detail i find as soon as you you put your own money into things you got into you know the, what i mean you got into the gear collection it's addicting you got, i don't like it you got you you got that that itch it's addicting and it's yep. not good for my bank account yep no, <laughs> you, yeah, i'm looking i look at i look at like a dslr i'm like oh, if i get that ultra wide lens yeah that's gonna take things up up a notch for yeah. sure and it's yeah. oh yeah i need to i need to save up get my ultra wide lens yeah to go with my other oh dslrs again they're awesome. Yeah. But the moment you get one, it's like, well, I need to get a new lens and another lens yeah. and another lens. And, and then, then a better mic. Yeah. And then a better one. Yeah. 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 And as you're, we're, yeah, the two of us. Yeah. And, and Moffat as well. Moffat, you got your, your, you got a gear collection going on now too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. his camera right there, dead center. Yeah. 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 That, this is exactly, it's all, and you might, and you might have a piece of gear in the kit for like a year. You never use it. Yeah. And then you break it all once. And it's essential for the rest of yeah. the rest of time. Yeah. It was like my road mic. It's wild. I learned that lesson the hard way. I remember when we started the podcast, I sold a couple microphones because like, hey, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then a week later, I was like, why did I sell those? I should keep doing it. Like we had like a, a couple month ban where we didn't do it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you're an idiot, Justin. You, you kept the stuff. Yeah. Always keep it. You never know. Keep. You never know. It's always good to have. Always good to have. Yeah. I yeah. enjoy it. Good. But no, it's fun. It's a good yeah. business. Yeah. It's rewarding. Like that bonus story you're telling me, it's like, yeah, it sucked when it didn't happen, but how rewarding is it this weekend when you get to air that to your fans? It, you know? It, it felt it felt good. It felt good. And again, as I, I talked about with Chris Larson was the guy that, that kind of hooked us up yeah. because 
hidden through the maritime NHLers for kids. Yep. So that was the connection. So the we even I emailed the stars, nothing back from them, and then Chris. So I have to ensure that I get him his puck. From what do you mean world, by this? So this is World Juniors, two thousand three when it was here. Yeah. Okay. A couple of us ran into Chris and Derek, Derek Martin, yeah. when we were down at Memorial Cup. We ran into each other Pizza Corner. And we started talking about the legacy of these sports pieces, you know, just chatting, just seeing how things are going. And I mentioned how John Hanna at Riverview for Red Cup, it was the big high school hockey tournament. And again, this is 2019. The kids were all using the hockey pucks from the World Junior Championship in 03. There were so many hockey pucks left over from World Juniors. That they were using them as practice pucks, no and way. I mean like the. I, I, hold on, hold on. From two thousand three. This I got it here. I got it here. I knew the, the yeah. So that that's that's Larson's. So the World Junior Championship. So all the kids out there are firing around the the World Junior pucks, and I get talking. Wow, I so I, I bring nice. that up to Larson as a as a legacy piece. Yeah. For you know all these sporting events like there's going to be hey there's going to be kids. 15 years from now, use a Memorial Cup pucks from here because there's going to be so many left over. So, Wow. Larson says, you know, can you get me some of those? Because I chat with Gord Miller, and he collects the World Junior pucks from every one that he calls. He never had, he didn't get this one. This was the one he was missing. So I send an email to Hannah. Mom goes to Riverview, picks up a couple pucks. So I've got, I, there was three. We got three. This one's for Chris right there. Chris, there's your puck. It's coming to you. <laughs> I got one at home and another one uh, I emailed to Gord Miller to say, I hear you're still looking for the 2003 uh, World Junior Hockey Championship puck. Uh, we'll send, I, I'll send one in the mail. And by the way, can you, what's, what's the location on that puck? That's incredible. What's the location? Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, Canada. That's right. Yep. That's not Halifax. That's Cape Breton, baby. They put it first. Yep. Those are the Cape Breton pucks. That's incredible. Yep. That's a crazy story. So that's, again, and Larson's been after me for the last year for me to to get him his puck. So now I got to track him down and make sure he gets his his world junior puck. Made in Slovakia. Yeah. Wow. So. That's great. I wonder how many pucks they make for the tournament. Oh, like if they have something like 2003 to 2019, you said, you, yeah. like, holy yeah. smokes. And that was, and that was the thing. It was, and, and Hannah said, that's the last of them. We finally are, we're finally getting rid of them. That's the last bit of them. So, wow. Yeah. They, that's crazy. Oh yeah. And again, but that all, that goes to that legacy piece that when you have sporting events and sport tourism come to a city, yeah, things are always left behind to be a legacy of the event, but also enrich the, the local sports community. I mean, if IIHF, if they're going to leave 10,000 hockey pucks or however many, I'm just pulling yeah, a number yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah, the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. That's 10,000 hockey pucks that minor hockey doesn't have to purchase. And they could put that money to something else. I never thought about that from that perspective. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's the that's the Larson puck story. That's cool. And again, if once again, that's all everything intertwined to – Make sure that that happens. So I love that. That's yep. a good story. Dudes yep. is a big puck collector too. We'll love that story. Nice. That's great. And it'll be interesting to see from the Mem Cup, like you know, ten years down the road, you know, mm-hmm. what's left behind, what's well, here. Yeah, and that's and like Mem Cup, they've got a, they've got stickers on the pucks for every 
every game. It's like, oh, yeah, this team is, versus team. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is yeah, like yeah. Halifax versus Prince, Al- Prince yeah. Albert. So I hope dudes. Was That's able, cool. I hope dudes was able to collect them all. And it probably was. He was probably sniffing down there getting something. No way. No <laughs> way. <laughs> that was such a fun time. Every time you or Kenzie comes on, we talk about the Mem Cup. Great yeah. time. Oh yeah. man. Just simple times. Oh, yeah. You know, just going down, going to the media booth, getting some dinner, some great yeah. food, too. Getting. And then you go up and watch world-class hockey in the press box. Oh, man. I, felt, I was on cloud nine. Exactly. Cloud yeah. nine. We need more events like that back. We need this we need this COVID thing to go away, and we need to get back to, I know. Back to what we do, man. I know. My it's... patience is running out. I'm still having it, but mm-hmm. when it's like when the numbers are spiking up again, I'm just that's, that's where it kind of – Next, your psyche. You're just like, come on, guys, relax. Yeah, well, it's, it's relax. COVID, relax. It's what you hear. Oh my God, Moncton Costco has been affected. Oh God, <laughs> the whole Maritimes is gonna go down. Like, yeah, okay, the Moncton Costco is the mecca of commerce for the Maritimes. That's <laughs> that's where the, that's that because of the breakout there, yeah. we're all done. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. It. It's, it's under it's under control. <laughs> I have no idea. It's crazy times. Every time I walk into the rink, I just see like the not fear, but just you see the eyes going. You're like, all right, who's not following the rules? Who's not following the rules? Every time I walk in, it's it's a it's a different scene, especially when I have equipment. They're like, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm just like, relax, calm down. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm following the rules. Following the protocol. I'm following the protocol. Follow the protocol. It's okay. Don't protocol. worry about it. Yeah. I don't. I can go on a rant right now about parents, but yeah, I won't do it. I'll tell you. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna put them over. Logan Delaney. On our on our broadcast, yeah, uh, he's doing color with us in Halifax. Yeah, you got to have him on, and you got to get him going about hockey parents. All right, Logan, and 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 yeah, he's we'll get him on. Yep, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> he he wants to be on. So Does he? yeah, he's a, he's a I love it. He's a beauty, and he'll have stories for days, man. He's it's always interesting when he pops you on the microphone. So okay, that'll be a that'll be a good podcast for you. What's his name? Sorry, Logan Delaney. Logan Delaney. It's a Logan. great name. He's yep. from here. From here, yep, and uh, I think he played for Team Canada in some tournament in Mexico. What? What like, sport? Like, hockey? hockey? Like, but like, I don't know what. I, I I'm trying to. I remember he put the dots together about it once, and it was. It, I don't know what tournament it was or anything like Mexico. that. Mexico. Yeah, I I think that was. Get him on. He'll he'll explain it. He'll he'll All be right. able to put the. Get him on next yeah, week. He'll be able to work it together, man. I like that. <laughs> That's funny. Mexico hog. I didn't even know they had ice down there. Yeah. Old uh Josh Turk used to play pro down there. And he was in uh he I, I remember calling his games from the Iceman days mm-hmm. long time ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. So many stories from around here. Yeah. I remember you were telling me a guy last year at Cole Harbor Place during the playoffs. He went to a guy's house who had an incredible memorabilia oh, room or yes. like a basement and yeah. yeah. Who who was that again? Um Name's escaping me right now. He, uh, and that's, it, it's. You were showing me pictures and I yeah. was just like, how does he have these things? The amount of memorabilia that we saw at his house was insane. And I don't mean just like, okay, I've got all kinds of jerseys or I've got all kinds of hockey cards. Well, first off, I was drawn to it because of his table hockey collection and he had over 250 table hockey games you know rod hockey 250 250 not the stand-up ones just the little ones yeah oh okay. yeah well not the yeah not the big bubble not fit. the big bubble yeah, the... but the two 250 of these table hockey games and that's what drew me into it um and then he said well it's the table hockey is one thing but my collection goes much greater than that so there was 
it's it's game use sticks, game use jerseys, everything. This collection is is wild. I'll 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 get you the contact. Yeah, and hopefully you guys can go and do do something there too. I thought you showed me like maybe I could be yeah. wrong here, but you said it was like a Guy Lafleur game use stick. Maybe that's correct. Is that what it was? That's that's correct. Yeah, and I was just this is there. It's, <laughs> it's how it, you know it, it, it's wild. It the the amount of memorabilia it was wild and he's a big patrick wah fan oh yeah so everything there there's a room just dedicated to patrick and then he's got a section all dedicated to local hockey and then it, it's oh yeah and again and just you know a basement just like this completely filled you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't have the the slightest clue about the amount of memorabilia he has wow. just from just from driving by yeah oh it was wild i love and, that and stuff. a great and a great guy and would and and Fantastic talk to, and it's driving me nuts that I'm forgetting his name right now. Oh, that's all good. But yeah, that's crazy. Imagine the stories that come from that memorabilia. Like, how do you get a Guy Lafleur game you stick? Like, there's yeah. a story behind that. Hundred yeah. percent, a great story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it's you know I think he has, I think he's got like a Patrick Waugh playoff jersey, Colorado and, or Montreal. Uh, Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. He doesn't he, he doesn't have a lot of Colorado. Uh, no. Patrick Waugh. No, that, that's okay. that's a sore sore spot for him, I believe. <laughs> All right, that's fair. No but, worries. I get but, it. Yeah, I get no. it. He, um, I think Mark. Mark is his name. Okay, oh. cool. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I would say that to him every day. He'd walk in just like the. You know the room. You ever see that you movie? See that movie? No. The room. Uh, yeah. So it's this is bad, bad. Well, so bad. It's good movie. And so the guy comes out onto the roof. And this, I guess, I guess a character named Mark. He told me the whole story. I did not hit her. I did not. I oh, did the room. Yes, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. hi, Mark. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, that was how I would. Greet That's with James Franco, right? Yep. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. And that's how I would <laughs> greet Moffat at the office room. A lot. A yeah. lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You must have learned a lot from Eastlink then going into the coming into oh, this. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I remember our first time ever live streaming. I messed up huge. Messed up. Panicked. Mark was mm-hmm. like, "Don't worry, I got this." Just yep. did it. Took over. Yep. And it's good. It's like little things like that that help us. Because like, honestly, not that you trained me, but you definitely helped with little knickknacks around oh, yep. the camera and like the the wire. And now I'm going and training other people. So it's like it's a little spark of something that yep. kind of grows. And that's everything that we're doing right now. Like some days, me and Mark will sit here and we'll be like, okay, what are we doing right now that we're not doing that we should be doing? And we'll like, well, you know, we'll write down ideas and then we'll look at other ideas on YouTube and then we'll, you know, have meetings with other people that come in and see if work if that works. But like, we'll, we'll do test shows. So it's like. Because of right now with COVID, you know, who knows? We could be traveling right now, but we're not. So you have to sit here and be creative and try to figure things out. It's COVID in our field was a great equalizer because Ooh, yeah. it gave, it basically put everyone on a level playing field yeah. for, for a while there. Because you had, and you still do have, late night TV. They're doing stuff from their houses. They're not really back on the sets yet. There's still a lot of virtual interviews, and it was interesting to see late night trying to adapt to that style that YouTubers and vloggers have been doing so well for so long that it had gotten to a point where it really, it really ate into the share, the market share of watching it on you know you know take for example I don't know uh, Jimmy Fallon. Just throwing a name out there. Or James Corden. James Corden's a good example of that. A lot, I don't know anyone except for our director, Brett Smith, who's British and loves James Corden for that, that is going to be a, really into watching 
the full hour of James Corden. Mm. But if he does a spot, like his carpool karaoke when that was on, it was it would go on YouTube, and everyone just talk about the clip from YouTube, and it's a completely different. It's completely different at this point now. So oh, yeah. it's so it's so strange to see how the landscape of media and an ent- entertainment really just flattened out. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too how even before this late night shows, I don't remember ever watching a late night show on television. No. Like uh, in the past yeah. couple of years, mm-hmm. everything was always on YouTube, and it was clips, ten minute clips, five minute clips. Which, like, and again, and you know what? And that, and I see something like that, and it, it is. I, I find it discouraging. In what sense? You will have, again, you know, Jimmy Fallon. Okay, this is a guy that has. Probably 10 producers, 15 writers, six camera ops, director, sw- the whole yeah. the whole machine is behind behind these late night hosts. And then their best bits, they're going to take five minutes of the show and put it as trending on YouTube. When a guy like yourself is, you know, you're you're in here creating content for, you know, for the for the social media. For YouTube, mm. podcasting, mm. but all these resources are put into this little five-minute clip, and it's being treated the same way. Yeah. I always felt that social media—they need to keep that for independent creators mm. and keep that for people. But of course, yeah, the the toothpaste is out of the out of the tube on that yeah, one. I know, I know what you but mean. Yeah, that's that's what I, when I'll see NBC Universal having their their content like featured on YouTube. It's like, well, you guys have a whole TV channel. I know. That's a. I know. That's a whole different yeah. talk of media. Yeah. I'm just trying to gather my thoughts. There's so many things to. to there's so many ways to angle that. Mm-hmm. Like television is. Yeah, television will always be television. But will it be television in you know ten years? Yeah. Will Will people even be buying plasmas in ten years? I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an interesting way. The five minute clips, the attention span. Look at TikTok right now. Oh. More popular than Instagram because the videos are what, five seconds of yeah. girls dancing? And it's like that's what everyone wants to watch. You know, it's 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 a it's You'll, such an adapt or die culture. Yeah. And I kind of like it because it allows I'm not gonna say myself, but it allows people who put the work in to separate themselves from mm-hmm. people that don't put the work in. And that's mm-hmm. what I like about this is if you put the work in, you'll stand out. If you stand out, you'll be able to make a living. Yeah. And there's no big hiding, time. Big time. you know. Yeah. I really enjoy that aspect of it. And it's not even work; it's an obsession. Like everyone's like, "How do you do this?" It's like, "Yeah, it's not work. It's just I'm obsessed with it." Yeah. Like I'm in, inside me. I'm I'm a guy who want, I think Anthony Bourdain said this, and he's like, "I'm just a guy who wants to sit down on a couch, eat pizza, drink beer, watch movies, smoke a little, whatever." And that's you know kind of who I am. I'll sit down, I'll watch TV, I'll drink beer. That's what I want to do. But at the end of the day, in the back of my head, I'm I'm obsessed with this. You know, they, if you're not going to be successful, you got to be obsessed. How do you how do you answer that que- what, that question? And this comes up when, how do you do those interviews? Do you get that question? Do you ever get that? Yeah. Yeah. How do you answer that? It's a great question. Um, it's not how do I do those interviews. It's how do I do those interviews with a certain people? Because mm-hmm. if someone listens to an interview that I do, they'll ask, "Well, so how was Mavs? How was that interview?" And I'll always answer it in the same way in a sense of I don't really call it an interview. I, I call it a conversation. I'm not an interviewer. I'm a, I'm a conversationalist. I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah. But, you know, you look at there's no notes here. I'm just I'm just talking to you. Yeah. Who uh, who do we have on the other day? I, I'm terrible with names, too. The the CBC reporter. Oh, it was Rainey. Bruce Rainey. Bruce Rainey. And, you know, he was talking about a lesson, how the biggest 
lesson he ever learned when it come to inter- came to interviewing, came to talking to people, was just listening. Mm-hmm. And it took me probably a hundred episodes to learn that. Mm-hmm. But just I listen. That's all you got to yeah. do. You could be the worst talker in the world, but if you say four words, I'll catch one word and be able to rebuttal it into something else. And that's one thing I'm just getting better at. I'm still not great at it, but that's how I answer it. I just listen. I listen, and you know, Mavs is a great talker, so he made my job easier. Sometimes people will come on; they're not the best talker. It was a little bit difficult, you know, a little bit more difficult of a conversation, but that just comes with the skill set. Two hundred ninety-four, three episodes right now. You get better. You listen. You go. You get your reps in. You get your reps in. That's just like riding a bike. You yeah. just keep going. That's why I get nervous when we don't have podcasts for a couple of weeks, even though we haven't had that in a while. But that's why I love to have two, maybe three an episode, three a week. It's just, you get better. You keep working. You get more consistent. That's what I like about it. That's that's the work and that's the separation of everyone else that's doing it. Because who yeah. anyone can have a podcast. Yeah. You can have a, my mom can have a, everyone you know, who doesn't have a podcast these days? Everyone has a podcast. But you yeah. gotta be able to separate yourself in some way. And that's that's the drive. That's the obsession for me. It's a little bit of an egotistic thing for sure. I unfortunately I'm working on it, but that's how I like to look at it. It's like, okay, this person's doing a podcast with this guest. How do I switch it up? Okay, let's get a guy who does the jiu-jitsu on here. Who's who's having a guy that does jiu-jitsu on a podcast from around here? No one. You know, who who's having a guy on here that's a, a comedian that's, you know, working out of Montreal? You know, no one. So I, I always observe what's going on around me, and then I take a shift to the left or to the right, and I go up. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it's Yeah. You know what I mean, kind of? I'm Absolutely. rambling. No, but you're, you you nailed it, and we're just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, <laughs> Bottom that, line, that's, just having a conversation. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's the key, man. That's the key. Bruce, Kevin Bruce and... Oh that God. that's a resource right there. That's a resource, man. I'm telling you, we had him in uh, for two or three seasons, Legends of the Hall, and he was in studio interviewing the Sport Hall of Famer. It's Nova Scotia Sport yeah. Hall of Fame for this show. And again, great great show on the East Link on Demand. Yeah. But watching him able to control the room and interview and have a conversation was it really was and you know to go to a to go to a quarterback standpoint you're watching a, a guy that has played in the league for 15 years run the field when you're watching him just do his thing yeah. and you're on the sidelines going man he look he makes this look easy yeah. man he's good and the time he had uh steve armitage who did cbc oh. sports you remember that day yes, yeah. yes. that was a sellout in the truck because what does that mean to sell out in the truck? Everyone, uh, everyone from the office wanted to be in the came truck. out in okay, the truck okay, to okay, watch okay, to yeah. watch these two guys talk. Yeah, and afterwards, it was a sellout in the green room because we all poured out of the truck and we all went in the green room and listened to uh, Armitage and Rainey tell even more stories that weren't going to go on the air. That's and awesome. that, and again, you know, Armitage, a guy who's with did the Olympics with CBC Hockey Night in Canada forever was you know from the so shore and rainy has him on and he like our office is set so the the lobby slash green room is by the studio yeah when i knew he was coming in that day i took my laptop from downstairs and i set up in the green room yeah. waiting for him to come in because i wanted to be one of the first guys to greet him when he came through the door because he was a, he was a voice of my childhood and I, you'd always hear him on every sport so we hear but that. that's the obsession. That's what I'm talking exactly. about. That's that's exactly. the I'll do anything to be in this position. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. So that was yeah, oh yeah, that was that was a great day. That was a great day at the office. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's and it's little things like that that just like you know what more do you want? Mm-hmm. You know that's that's it for me. That's crazy. 
Yeah. I love doing that. I love putting yourself in a position to succeed like that. Oh, yeah. You know, like just seeing cool things like that. Yeah. I don't and, know, for and, me, there's nothing better. And it was, well, and that was like his voice, just as his voice carried. It's yeah. like, holy shit, CBC Sports Saturday's coming around the corner. And you you wouldn't remember CBC Sports Saturday, I don't think. I've though. heard about it. You've heard about it, but yeah, that was a. But I see in your yeah, eyes right now, just like yeah. how pumped you are just talking I'm about think, it. That's you know, what I mean. They'd show, they'd show 10-pin bowling from Sault Ste. Marie, and I'm, I'm <laughs> all over it, man. Jesus, that's, oh, yeah. Every sport on the on the world was was going on on CBC Sports Saturday. Yeah. Back when that was a massive deal, so. Yeah. But, yeah. How did you find the broadcast from uh, Hockey Night, or no, I guess the playoffs this year? They had a new panel. They had uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Stewart. They had Bieksa. They always had Ron McLean. Uh, Friedman was yeah. a legend as always, yep. and they had a couple other people. How'd you find it? Because some people I, were from home. Kelly Rudy. Yeah. You know what? Again, making the most of what you've got. Yeah. Making the most of your personalities and just letting them talk. Getting a microphone in front of them, putting the camera there, and letting them talk. Letting yeah. them talk. And in the bubble, the bubble was really fun because you could tell directors, producers, camera ops all looked at this as the playground because they had all the room to try out new things they could they, they with you know putting cameras just following following play yeah. doing everything this is all stuff that if there's fans in the stands they can't do they can't do half these stuff but they're able oh, to I try see what you're yeah saying. they're able to try well, all kinds of what did you notice i like i didn't notice anything what did oh, you notice like that they just, tried just some different follow cameras cool. just different 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 switching all kinds of stuff man wicked yeah that's a vet like yeah. eye right there to seeing that thing yeah. so that, you're that's you, cool you're able to kind of get a get an idea they 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 had a playground. They were able to do some some new stuff. I always thought it would be cool. Like you know how in the NFL they have the camera that's over the field. I thought yep. that'd be cool for hockey maybe. Yep. I know like they could flip the puck up and might hit the camera, but like yep. that would be a cool little bird's oh, eye view angle, something like fan- that. That'd be fantastic. You know? That would be fan- And again, well that goes to the influence of video games uh, to towards sports now cuz oh, that, that well that that camera from behind in the XFL to behind the NFL now that all comes from just playing Madden. Really? That's where that's where the inspiration oh, yeah. of it comes from. So you're playing NHL 21, and you've got that that view going back and forth. Yeah. That's that's straight EA Sports, man. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you're gonna see you. you and that's catching that. into the kids that play. That's yep. like okay, okay. I see exactly. what you're saying. So yeah, like you're watching. I think the ESPN did a did a Skycam game. They did a whole game where Skycam was main camera, and it was wild. It was wild to watch for the NFL. Oh, the NFL. For the NFL. Yeah. Cool. And again, it's just like just like playing Madden. Just like playing Madden or as I would call NFL 2K5 because it's a much better game. <laughs> okay. What system do you use? P- uh, Xbox or PS3? I, I, I got both. The, do you? The Xbox One and PS4 on the go right now. Didn't, isn't there like a new console that just came they're out? Coming out? They're coming out in a couple weeks. What is it? So there's the Xbox One S and the PlayStation 5. Are you on the market for one or no? I don't know. How much are they? Um, I think PlayStation Five is four ninety nine. Is that like yeah. is that reasonable or is that over? I mean, that's that's about baseline for yeah. for a, a console at the at the start of the generation. Okay. Xbox One S though, is kind of getting me on. Um, you can pay it over twenty four months, and it includes your Xbox Live Game Pass. So it's like thirty. 30 bucks a month and i got xbox game pass now for 18 so i'm like maybe but again i haven't played a lot of games in the last little bit really yeah i I, see i think that 
those companies probably did well the past six oh. months. Oh, yeah. Like, I know uh, one of my family members bought, I think, an Xbox back mm-hmm. in March or April. Mm-hmm. You know, like, who who isn't? Because they're bored, yeah. nothing to do in the house, staying. There's there's times where the Xbox became a Netflix machine, though, too. So, What do you mean? Oh, it was man. just, it was, hey, I could play games on this, or I'll just watch YouTube or Netflix. On, oh, you on. can do that on these things? Yeah, man. Yep. I'm such a, I, yeah. I should know these things. No, it's all That's right, crazy. Man. You're, 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 don't, don't get, don't, don't get, don't, caught, get it, yeah. don't get caught up in this game, man. I it, love them though. It takes you, <laughs> it takes you. I, when I was younger, I used to, uh, what was I big into? Um, NCAA football. Yeah. And I loved just getting the quarterback going, pressing yes. A, and then they just flings it to the guy. Yeah. I loved it. And now NCAA football, they haven't made that game in years. Why not? Because of the lawsuit from the player likeness. So you yeah. don't have. You don't. There's no. There. The last NCAA football game was 2014. That's and, probably the one I played. And every. Oh, and it's fantastic. And every year, every year, people are just clamoring for college football to come back as, uh, a, as a video game. But because of the lawsuits and the players not getting paid and all this stuff, I think Ed O'Bannon was a player for UCLA, mm. and he saw his likeness in a March Madness game in '98, and sent a letter to EA Sports to say, "All right, uh, you're using my likeness. That's me on the court. Where's my cut?" And that started a lawsuit, and then that kind of the uh, can of worms was opened back and, in 1998. Yeah, back in those days. Wow. So and then I don't blame up. these kids. Yeah. Well, it's you know the the whole the whole getting paid part. I don't know. What? How it's do you a, feel about it? Oh, it's it's a whole. So I don't know, man. Do you think they should be getting paid or no? I mean, it's, you don't have to say. Yeah, I, I. You don't want to get into there's, it. There's there's a lot there's a lot of that's way. Yeah, it's I, I don't know like. The NCAA, there's a lot of stuff going on in the CHL right now. There's a lot. There's all kinds of yeah. – who knows, man? Who knows? One it's, story I like about that, Fab Five. You see that e-cigar? Absolutely. 30 for 30. 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. Jalen Rose at Subway. Next to the Subway, there's a sports store with his jersey mm-hmm. in the window. Yeah. But he can't afford a sub at the Subway. I know, man. And, and, and it's, that – and I'd hear it from guys from the from the Hurricanes and the Raymond, um, talking about their experience in the NCAA. And you know, I I remember one guy talking about oh we they talking about a team making it to the next round. I was like oh cool they got food stipends for another week. And I was like oh man that's so yeah you know I don't know yeah I haven't been in that situation man. It would be tough. Especially it would be tough for those players that know they're mm-hmm. you know they're, they're the real deal. They're generating profits yeah. for the school but then you'd also take a look at the 16 other sports that aren't generating a lot of profit mm. where they fall into it the NCAA, that's a good point so, yeah who we have on we had uh I'm, i should stop saying this because i'm terrible with names but we had a gentleman on here that plays for uh notre dame hockey uh, o'leary michael okay. leary and he was talking about how the football team in that school generates the profits for every other sports team in that school so i was like so like how does uh you know do you meet with the football guys you guys eat in the same cafeteria and he's like no 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 they have their own separate everything own yeah. separate gym own separate cafeteria own separate classroom because they generate all the money for the school that's where the scholarship money comes yeah. from that's where everything comes that's, from so it's and i didn't i never thought of that like it's hard to grasp you're like that's how big football is at some of these colleges oh. Yeah, that's it's incredible. You know, again, that's that's the fighting Irish man. That's like that. That's Rui. That, that's the that's the money for the entire university, not just athletics. Man, yeah. that's 
the big yeah. guys are making that money too. Exactly. Like the guys that sit in the office, like yeah. I'm sure that's some of their money too. Oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of uh, college football coaches that are the highest paid public employees in their state because some of these universities are public institutions oh, and you will have, I'm not going to, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say a, a name of a, of a coach yeah. that is, is in a private university as opposed to public. But yeah, there's a lot of, mm. you'll see, if you ever look it up, you'll see it, it's shocking. I wonder how some of these coaches feel about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wonder, like they're sitting there with their million dollar bank accounts. It's like, Oh, this kid, he doesn't make any, I wonder how they feel about it. What the they're, general consensus yeah. is of it. They're caught in a situation where they're, you know, they, yeah. they can't, if they've helped the kid, the NCAA comes in and gives the kid a violation, and the kid could be the kid's going to get in trouble. The school's going to get in trouble. It's us. Oh, yeah, and that's I will. I do hope they can evolve that system, evolve yeah. the NCAA, and yeah, I know it. And it's it looks like the process is moving forward. With Does that. it? Okay, yeah. good, good, in, good. In a couple of states, there was another story I think coming over to Duke basketball. There was a player who was frustrated at practice, and he threw the ball in the stands and. Uh, Duke's head coach was like, "What's wrong? What's going on?" And he goes, "My mom can't afford to turn on her lights. That's what's wrong." Yeah. And I'm sitting here being this guy was like a star, a star. I think it was Anthony. Might have been Anthony Davis. He played mm. for Duke. Uh, escapes me right now. I think yeah, I think yeah. Might have been. I don't know. Couldn't yeah. maybe not. And he's just like, "That's what's wrong. My mom can't turn her lights on right now. That's mm. what's frustrating me." Yeah. And it's just like that's true. That's a reality for a lot of players. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. It is it's crazy it to is think wild. about. How could you focus on sports knowing that your family at home can't keep the lights on? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's tough. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Something should change. Anyways, mm. what are you doing the rest of the day? Rest of the day, I'm um, going to make sure that the intermission stuff for Saturday is good because I <laughs> sent that I sent that in this morning. Um, probably set some stuff up for a pregame tonight, just kind of a, a video with uh, to kind of hype up our, our upcoming Q games. Nice. On Eastlink, put that on the old Twitter. Yeah. And uh, get caught up on some G1, uh, New Japan Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And Moffat was Moffat mm-hmm. knows that my boy Yujiro Takahashi picking up a win this morning. That's the first thing he says to me. But yeah, it's a big uh, big weekend for big weekend for New Japan G1 climax. I'm liking the sweater. Got my got my got my gimmick on. Love That's, it. That's uh, the finals this week. Ibushi is going to take on the winner of the B Block, which will be decided tomorrow morning, live in Japan, and then <laughs> Sunday uh, Sunday at 3 a.m. the whole thing goes down. So me and Mark share the same YouTube channel, like yep. the high button. So like our sh- his searches come up on ours, and I'll look like at night, and yeah. it's just like Japan wrestling on our good. <laughs> recommended video. So I'll, I'll catch myself sometimes just watching it. It's, it's, it's good, crazy. Good. It's insane. You're into it now. You're, I'm you're seeing it. You're seeing it. <laughs> it's forced you're, to be. <laughs> you're being exposed to <laughs> yeah. it. That's the main thing. Yeah. So it's it's cool. It's interesting. I'll the fans you. are into it. Yep. If you uh, you know, get them watching some Kota Ibushi. Oh yeah. What's get so good about Kota Ibushi? Kota Ibushi is just a top talent. He's fantastic. He's um, he's 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 kind of kind of silent, but he lets his wrestling do his talking, and yeah, he's uh. He's an absolute. He's a high spot machine, man. You were gonna see. You were gonna see him do exciting stuff. Absolutely, athletic, the whole package with Kota Ibushi. Okay. Yep. I'll and, look it up. Yep. The the highlights that I'm seeing now are the matches. There's fans in the stands. Is there yes. fans? So yes. those yeah. are there's fans in Japan right now yep. in the stands. Yeah. Okay. But you have to scream in your heart. So what does that mean? No, they're not allowed to. No, no verbal anything. Just yeah, yeah. clapping. So Silent clapping. clapping. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Um, oh, for for COVID. the corona. So they're all got the mask on. But okay. and again, this comes from a ro- the first time the uh, "scream in your heart" uh, phrase came out was from uh, theme park roller coaster. 
in the middle of the COVID thing. They they wanted to just remind patrons due to the COVID protocols yeah. that screaming for a long period of time could project uh, the virus. So oh. everyone has got the masks on and screaming your heart. Okay, I like yeah. that. That's a good saying. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. And I think I, is that I don't know if that's I don't know if they've got the same thing at the queue too. It seems like it's pretty quiet there. Just clapping. Uh, yeah, just clapping as well. So. Do you have to wear your mask in the seat? Yes. yes. Do you? Yes. Masks in the seat. They bring your they bring your drinks to you. Oh, do so, they? Yeah. How do you you just pull it down? Drink. You get you get the yeah you got your app and they come down and I don't know if you got a straw or who knows. Twenty <laughs> twenty. Who, who knows, man? Someone just keeps ordering, has the straw next to them, says, "Have another, <laughs> sir." We're cutting things off at the end of the second. I'll have another. That's amazing. Yeah. That was one thing that hit me hard when I found out. Like Mem Cup hit me hard. I was like, I was at the games, mm. but you can't have a beer because you're up in the media booth. And let's go. Like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I had to make that switch from fan to business. Yeah. And I remember that hit me at the Mem Cup. It's like I see all my buddies, Section Twenty Four, all having a couple beer. I'm like, damn it, whatever. I got to work. I guess. Yeah, that's a thing. All right, it's all right. Though. But you're able. To, you pop down to Section Twenty Four for a couple of minutes yeah, and maybe see what's up. Maybe have a sip. I remember back, we were at the Telus Cup right before the Mem Cup last mm-hmm. year, and all the parents from the Max were at one of these games at the Mem Cup and we went down, saw them in intermission and they were all buying beers and they just kind of like, I, we had the, the media passes on. So they're just like, all right, boys, just stand back here. And we kind of hid behind everyone. Just had a couple yeah. keys right back there. You just take the media yeah. pass and slide yeah. it on in. Oh, you're good to go. Uh, but at the same time, I want to show the media pass yeah. to show high button sports yeah. is in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, that's good stuff. Yeah. I hope to get into a couple Musa games. My buddy got hired as the, the dentist on the team. Okay. So he's, Doing Bobby Orr's mouth guard nice. the other day. Nice. I had a former I had a former uh, Moosehead dentist working on my teeth. It was in. Oh he, yeah. He showed up. and He's like, look at this, and there's his memorial cup ring. I'm like, all he right. Got a ring? Man. Yeah, he got a ring. He got a ring. Wow. So. I wonder if my guy will get a ring if they win. That's sick. Yeah. And he got that's, tickets, but he's on call. Oh. So the tickets are just there. So that's kind of our in right now. Yeah. And again, it's you know being a dentist for a hockey team, you probably got a lot of work. Yeah. Probably. I, like I don't even know how it will work. Like if a guy's teeth are missing, does he operate in the in the room? Like is there a thing in the in the metro center? I, th- or? I think they fix they they get them prepped and then go and to then the... they fix them up the next day. I don't know. Yeah, you hockey players and your fake teeth, they all pop out. You you're all right though, right? You got a couple. Yeah, this one this one's fake. Yeah, and I got one right back here that's fake. Yeah, and that was that was hockey. Yeah, it was a high stick from Andrew oh. Wigington. Okay. Last second last junior game of my career. And that was the the bloody chicklets. The bloody chiclets, yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice till I took my mouth guard out, and then I looked in my mouth guard to like spray it down to fresh it, yeah. and I was like, "What's that white thing in there?" And it was <laughs> jammed in, and I had to like <laughs> pop it out, and then the rest of the game, I just you just got your tongue in that little hole, going, "What the? F- yeah. oh, what the?" F- well, yeah. I remember it was killing me because a nerve was showing as as oh. you're as you're skating around. The even though like there's a mouth guard, there's no wind, but the nerve still hits the mouth guard and the the water. So I remember yeah. just skating with like could barely pay attention to the game because I was in so much pain but it's like second last junior game of your career you're gonna play yeah you're you're gonna you're gonna suck it up you're gonna be a good Canadian kid yeah I know. you're gonna go for it <laughs> but after I got it fixed and, and the guy he didn't uh fix the whole tooth he just patched the nerve mm-hmm. so for like a couple months I was just walking around with half a tooth I didn't mind it yeah nice little gash on my lip yeah it's like I finally look like a hockey player you, it took you, me till the end of it but I finally look like two one game, two games left yeah, yeah exactly no time like the present to lose a couple <laughs> teeth thanks for that uh thanks for that high stick Andrew appreciate it exactly exactly yeah. I got one I got one here but that's just from poor dental hygiene no high stick whatsoever so 
I got a floss. Floss, kids. Oh, flossing's the key to it. If yeah. That's a big thing, apparently, like, down the line when you get older, you got to floss. Yeah. That helps. Like, uh, gingivitis, I think, is the word yeah. I'm trying to use. Yep, that's the one. Prevents gingivitis, flossing. Yeah. The horrible gum disease, gingivitis. gingivitis. The one kid, I remember in junior high, he came to school dressed as Mr. Listerine. Mm-hmm. Probably, Listerine probably one of the best... One of the best outfits at the time. And I remember he came to the junior high at lunchtime with it. And we were playing basketball at lunch. And he's a, the guy who dressed up. He was a good basketball player. He played the game in the suit. <laughs> Proper thing, man. You got it. It's like, hey, we need a fifth. You win. And he's like, yeah, I can't take it off. But also, this guy's playing basketball in a Listerine. You, you have one chance to play basketball <laughs> as a Listerine bottle. You seize the day. You make it happen. So. That, this was probably... 15 years ago, we're talking about it now. You made a memory. Exactly. It was crazy. What junior high did you go to? I went to Malcolm Monroe. And Cape Breton. And Cape Breton, yeah. And I was, uh, I lived basically on the street over. So I went home for lunch every day. You were that kid. So did you have friends trying to come over to your house to like get food from Uh, your house? No, no. That, uh, uh, a few times. A few times. A few times now I think about it. But yeah, yeah. Because we had that kid that lived next door and we were all friends with him. And we'd go to his house and we'd eat all of his food, and then his yeah. parents would be pissed at us because yeah. we'd go over and eat his food. I'll tell you, and it, and and it was, <laughs> there was a lot of times. Oh, and the hot diggity dogger, What's I, that? I had that going so so much. It was a toaster for hot dogs. <laughs> oh, it was fan. Oh, it was fantastic. It was a big. And you, you could toast the bun. You all can right, bring it up. Let's look it up. Bring up the hot diggity dogger. If it's and Wait. this is yeah, I loved I love this thing. We got it in like oh, nineteen. I think we got it in the eighties. You got to bear with me, man. And oh yeah, don't worry. You don't got Jamie from Joe Rogan Show to bring it up, eh? No, I don't. Jamie, We're bring still... Jamie, yeah. bring that up. <laughs> yeah, the uh, where were we at? Oh yeah, the hot diggity dogger. Got it in the eighties. The and hot. I, I was telling my parents that when this thing when this thing finally dies, we have to bury it because it was that. There it is. There it is. What the hell? Don't just toast the bun. It toasts the whole thing. Right down. There, the, the, over to the left. That The this white one? one. The white one. That is, there, That's my baby. Where do you put the that's dog? That's my baby. Right in the middle. That's my baby right there. Oh, my God. And then you put the buns put down here. Put the buns here. in there. Oh, yeah. A lot of, lot of junior high lunches were the hot diggity dogger. Are they still making these? I, I, I've, seen, I've seen hot dog toasters before. Yeah. They are. You get it. On. Oh, oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah. If you want, that's that is a prime hockey watching uh, equipment right there. Because you throw those on intermission. Yeah. And you are good. So yeah. Same with like baseball. Yep. Look at that. That's that's that just blew my mind. Oh yeah. Is this a Cape Breton thing? Because I've never seen this anywhere I, else. I I don't know. It's a. Do a lot of people I, in Cape Breton have it in their kitchen? Well, I. We, we, I got recommended by a Cape Bretoner to our family, so yeah, the hot diggity dogger, bud. Oh, it changes the game, and the hot dogs come out nice too. You like toasted, like nice, like I like a little char on mine. Yeah, well then you you would be a hot hot diggity dogger. All right. As opposed to you know some people boil their hot dogs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. That's a little suspect. Speaking of Cape Breton kitchens, yeah, we had um, Gentile on the captain of Cape Breton Derek. last year. Derek, Derek Gentile, yes, Gentile, sorry, and uh, he was telling us stories about how when he was the captain and like you know Cape Breton's his hometown team and all mm-hmm. that good stuff. 
And he's just like, you know, when I was the captain, like, you know, we got tickets and my parents had a skybox. And he's like, after every home game, I'd go back to my parents' place. And in the kitchen, there would just be like 20 of our family friends. And we'd just sit there and have a Cape Breton kitchen party. And goes, it was the best time of my life. And then Heinem got traded to Cape Breton. Mm -hmm. And then Hyman got to experience these kitchen parties of like fans, families, and some of the boys would come over. And he was just like, by none up to this point playing for my childhood team, being the captain of my childhood team, having friends and family in attendance, and then having everyone come back to the kitchen, just the best times of his life, he said. It was Be- really cool. Belly, we, we, we had a friend, and his parents had a beautiful, beautiful house in high school. We all hung out in the kitchen. If we, weren't play, if, we weren't playing ex, if we weren't playing video games, yeah. everyone was in the kitchen. Yeah. It was, and again, it's, it's just like, it's like a moth to the flame. <laughs> Everyone goes to the kitchen. Have you been? Have you been down to Cape Breton for a, for a kitchen party? For just and, and again, it does. It's not even. It's not even advertised as a kitchen party. It's just hey, we're all going over. It's it's a party here. It's a party here, and there, the living room's going to be beautiful, and you've got twenty five people in the kitchen. What is it about? I've, so, to I, answer your question, I've been to a kitchen party, but never in Cape Breton. Okay, what is it about the kitchen that makes people go? Food's it's, there table in the counter space to yep. put beers yeah the food is there yep. there's a lot of refreshments there in a kitchen mm-hmm. it's good lighting there's usually a window there and it's not too loud it's not too loud I mean, you're gonna have a lot of people there but it's like hanging on a living room you're gonna have music you're gonna have the tv on yeah because in it's a living room room. everyone's sitting i like how right. everyone's kind of standing you're moving let's say you and i are talking for like 20 minutes all right i'm gonna switch up conversations go to this yeah. guy standing in this corner it's a great way to socialize. And well, and this this is the thing. My go-to at, at in the kitchen is I I I find the corner of the counter, and I now used to do it. I, I don't know if I could still pull it off. I'd I'd, I'd pop up like I'm like Bret Hart on the second rope. Yep. I would I pop up and I'd sit on the counter. Bird's eye view. You're kind of looking at yeah, everything. Exactly. And yeah. again, it's because I'm short. <laughs> so I so can, years of experience, you've learned little tricks. I learned. Okay, head to the corner, pop up on the counter, sit there. All right, cool. Oh, that's the best spot. That's the, that's the kitchen spot right there. I feel like every story that we're bringing up just involves people gathering. <laughs> that's yeah. how much we miss it. It's just every like everything is just people coming together. It's like one day we'll have a bag without without. Hey, uh, you can only have ten. What? Yeah, no. you can only have fifteen. We're putting limits. We're you can you know what? We're and again, I think I have to respect. Everyone's trying their hardest. But there's also a part where I just I have to respect all the regulations. It's the first time people are going through this, and there's a bit of trial and error. As I burp, <laughs> there's a little bit of they're making it up as they go along, as well. But again, they're trying. Everyone's trying their hardest to make it. We're just trying to get through this thing. It's, you know, we will. Yeah. Just... But yeah, we're all gonna. Everyone's gonna get back together soon. I was, I was half, you know, I was half expected at one point someone was gonna write on Twitter like, "Roger Square, eleven o'clock, be there," and just, just see what happens. But I don't want to. I'm not. Yeah, mani- no one wants I'm, to be that guy. <laughs> I'm not manifesting that into the into the universe. It'd be interesting. Man, yeah, it'll happen. It'll be back yeah. soon enough. Kitchen parties will happen. It's gonna be a, a long winter, good winter, hopefully. I know it's gonna be a long winter for us, but you know, hopefully. Like I said, people are going to be able to gather back together. But yeah. like I said at the very beginning of this, when there was no sports, you will never hear me complain again about sports. Fans or no fans. For that, I think, what was it, like maybe three, four months, it was nothing? There was nothing. I'll never complain. No. Never. It was a nice It was a nice look back. 
because they'd show all the retro stuff and you'd see yeah. some old footage. But now you, I'm that's... watching Bobby Smith on uh, yeah. Sportsnet play for the Habs. Yeah, oh, that guy's good. Hell yeah, <laughs> you know oh what my I mean? God. Bobby's Bobby's fitting in there. Man. Yeah, Bobby's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it was a great time to look back at sports history for sure. Yeah. And like I, you also said, it was a, a, an even playing field for everyone. Mm-hmm. It made everyone take a step back and reassess and go, okay, how can I compete mm-hmm. at this level? Yeah. It's cool. It was a really you know eye opening experience. I'm talking like it's over. It's not over. Yes. But we're got to think. We keep moving forward, man. Keep moving. Keep forward. moving forward. That's the goal, man. That's you know can't never can't, give up. Can't just can't just isolate on it. I mean, well. Uh, they say isolate. I don't know. We just keep it, keep keep thinking for yourself and make it happen. I like it. Yeah, wanted yeah. on that. Sounds good, Belly. You got anything else to say? You got advice for the kids? You always got good advice. Good Mavs. advice. You always have good advice. Good advice. Um, I mean, just what? A, what? A, I always say, keep your head on a swivel, right, Mark? Yep. I do say, keep your head on a swivel, but and I guess that that works. But yeah, yeah keep keep the head on the swivel. You know. It's just have fun. <laughs> Keep pushing. <laughs> Keep pushing. Exactly. I love it. Andy, what's what's your advice today? What do you got? Oh man, I'm so mentally drained. I don't have any. Just keep, uh, man. Keep doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um, even if you're not succeeding right now, keep trying. Okay. Have fun. So before, if you're not having fun, you're not going to do it. And before we go, I'm just going to say, um, last podcast, after I listened to it, and I heard you put Lovely Day by Bill Withers at the end of it. Yeah. I popped. I absolutely popped because that's a great jam because that's a great jam. So I'm looking forward to what track selection comes this oh, time. Oh, man, the pressure's on Pressure's now, on Mark, now. Yeah. Pressure's on now. And, uh, yeah, Lovely Day, there may be – It's hard to top that. I did – you know, there is there – is, Probably, if you look on on demand, I don't know what game, but you will see me singing that to break on a uh, on a game after <laughs> okay. karaoke. We'll do some research. We'll get yep. Mark to do some research. We'll find yep. it. You'll find it. All right. Or you can ask, just reach reach out to Bill Barnaby because I'm pretty sure he's got the recording. <laughs> Our audio guy. There you go. All right. Work's done, but now we got to go back to work. You know what I mean? It's like this is work, not really, but now we got to leave and we got to go do more stuff. I love it though. Oh yeah. Keep working. All right, we're out. Mavs. Once again, thanks for coming on. Uh, everyone tuning in, everyone listening. I appreciate the support. Uh, our live streams are going to be starting tomorrow, so make sure to tune into those onto our YouTube channel. And yeah, have fun, stay safe, keep your head on a swivel. Chewing on a piece of grass, walking down the road. Tell me how long you gonna stay here, Joe. Some people say this town don't look good in snow. You don't care, I know. Venture Highway.
picture a highway 